Bam, we're live. I'm going to throw out a number, and then you tell me what's so special about this number. If you can't guess, then I'll give you a hint. It's related to our guest. 600. The number of downloads on Spotify. No, 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 no. You're, the podcast no, no. has had... No, 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 no. This is a good guess, though. Good guess. That's all I talk about. But Caleb, hi. Uh, how? No, no, this number is related to our guest. Our guest is, uh, what's the guy's name? No, no, don't tell me. Griffin Raleigh, pronounced Raleigh. Actually, I would say Rollet, 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 Rollet. But um, I watched an interview that Tommy did with him, and Tommy called him Griffin Raleigh. So, shit, I guess I'll just go with it. Tommy knows his shit. You can ask him. I can if he shows up, wait, I just send him, send him the link. I did. Okay. Here's the number again, 600 in reference to our guest. Back squat, Max. Yeah, close. Good, good, good. Back squat. Yes. Yes. Now this next number is going to be easy for you, but it might ho hold on to your seat. It might pop your brain. Why didn't you say deadlift? I thought I had you. I thought that would have fucked you up. How'd you know? He's, that? A, he's a good squatter. Usually good squatters are not good deadlifters. Hey, that's an understatement, right? That he's a good back squatter. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Okay. 12. That is the number that I have him in Wadapalooza. Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh, that's how many reps he did with 600 pounds. Oh my gosh. <laughs> 600 by 12. That's a hard number to guess. That's a hard thing to guess. <laughs> Dude, that's crazy. Um, I wonder what his max was then. This was it. Yeah, that's a good question. We got to ask him that. Uh, this is a last minute guess, guys. Um, we're, 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 uh, we're just hitting up every, anyone and anyone and everyone, not anyone, some people who are on the no fly list. Um, uh, but, but we're trying to get people on here so you can meet as many of the athletes as you can because we care about you because I, I want to serve the community. No, I want to take this fucking game over. John Young will be the John Young will be the Griffin Raleigh expert. And I will throw in facts like 600 pounds by 12. <laughs> What's up guys. And 10 What's inches. Up, Hi. How are y'all? Wow, look at look at the betrayal. It's Hulk and not Thor in the background. Oh no, he's he's there. <laughs> oh, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Right in the middle, dead center. Yeah. What's up, man? Just got back from work, getting prepared, packing, getting ready for Miami. And you're not there yet. Is... No. <laughs> I should be. Uh, my fiance has, she's a teacher and she's going to go with me. So we're going to go down tomorrow after she gets out of school. What's your work? Uh, what do I do? Yeah. I coach at the gym at is it uh, your, CrossFit Dwalla. Is it's it not, gym? it's not mine. Oh, how come you're not opening your own gym? Too much, too much. Like I had thought about it probably, what was it? 2018, but that was right when I decided to go individual and there's just, I, I couldn't train and get that put together 
um, if I wanted to put all the effort into it. So um, I don't know. Other than that, I just it just makes it easier to have a couple hours a day to coach and train individuals and football teams and stuff like that and then train the rest of the day. Uh, Griffin Sevon and John Young. It's good to meet you. Nice to meet y'all. <laughs> is, is this is this late for you? Eight thirty. I know. I know. We scraped this together at the last minute. Are you like, man, assholes? I got to sleep. I'm a professional athlete. No, no, it's totally fine. It I, is okay. Yeah, I mean, I get I get home at eight o'clock from coaching classes. It's not a big deal. Do you have a coach yet? No, no. I've been doing it my own. Uh, I don't have a coach. I hammer my weaknesses. I want to go to comps with the with the mindset that I don't care what I see and I'll smash it. Yeah, pretty fair. Yeah, I I really don't do things that I'm good at. I could, for the most part, ever. I listened to your, I listened to your podcast with uh, I listened to your short interview with uh, Tommy Marquez, and then I listened to your podcast with um 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 the guy from Bar Ben with the fro who talks shit. Uh, David Dow, <laughs> yes, yeah. prick. Yeah. And um, I listened to. I tried to do the one with the um, Make Wads Great Again guy. It, it was like for some reason I was getting hung up. And I listened. There was another one with a really cool dude, looked like a Mexican cat, M- M- Miru or something. He's sitting down in front of a sauna. <laughs> uh, you know what I'm talking about. It was like there was like a red light behind him. Anyway, I'm trying to think which one that was, but no. Um, there's some great quotes in there, man. You're like the real deal. You are like, you are a athlete through and through someone raised you. Um, like, like you're an athlete. That's what you are. I appreciate that. Uh, that's how I've lived my life. Yeah. Um, t- tell me where it starts in, uh, in, in, in your dad, for those who I'll give you speed it up a little bit. His dad's a strength and conditioning coach. He probably, um, hates Griffin now because Griffin was supposed to be a star quarterback uh, or, or star football player, and then he ended up swerving. Yeah, I don't think he was a quarterback. Now. Yeah, some no, sorry, I, sorry. It's all, it's all football play, players. I did games. play quarterback for a while, but that was uh, not once we got into high school and stuff like that. But yeah, I mean, it, it started with, uh, with my dad. Um, I've played sports my entire life, and actually, I played team sports. It's the first individual thing I've ever done. Um, and I mean, I would say both my mom and my dad raised me in. At, at truly as an athlete, um, I've lived an athlete life my entire life. Uh, I don't know what like vacations are other than now, like when we got to travel for sanctioned events and stuff like that, you know, like going to see the world. Other than that, I mean, it's a get up, go eat, train, go to school, train again, go to practice. That's how it was the whole time. And then um, what do you do when you're done with football? Uh, I guess you turn into CrossFit and uh, have something to compete in. Um, cause I mean, there, it's really a hole. Like if you don't, it, if you train like that all the time, no matter what it is, what, what are you going to do? You need something once you get out to keep that going. It's, it's a structured life. Um, so, I mean, it just, it's, it started probably as soon as I could walk. I mean, my dad was coaching football, so I was on the field running around, running drills. Um, he gets messages from guys all the time that he, uh, actually used to coach that are like, wow, how's that Griffin? He's huge. He used to be this little kid. Um, running around. So, uh, I mean, it just started from there and grew and grew. And I will, I, I will say I do miss not that CrossFit, not a sport because it is, there's a reactionary piece that's missing, I guess, like me versus you. There's not really necessarily that it's either you're as fit as you are as you can, or, you know, like 
you can only be as fit as you are. So I can't necessarily affect you as much. Um, I miss that aspect of, of, of sports, I guess you could say, but, uh, yeah, it started there and continued to where we are now. You addressed that with two really strong quotes, man, this podcast is over. Just go listen to those other guys. Um, you, you don't, you don't train just that year to get to the games. You train years. And and I'll, and I'll, and on top of that, you say it's a competition against yourself until you get to where you want to be. And that was in reference to the fact that, like, hey, yeah, you can't push the guy over next to you. You can't trip him. You don't punch him in the throat. <laughs> no, you don't. <laughs> Sometimes it'd be nice to, but that's not how it goes. You're you're basically you show up there with what you have, and then you put it all on the table, hoping to just be a little better than the last time. So if like Scott Pancheck and four other guys were ahead of you, the next time you see them, you'd like to pick one of them off. Right. That's that's exactly right. Yeah. And and this part kind of trips me out too when you say you don't just. And I would talk to Ben Bergeron about this. I think you said it better than I did. Um, you don't train just that year to get to the games. You train years. And that's what that's why I would tell anyone, don't do this. This one's too hard. Do table <laughs> tennis. Do like something. This shit is hard. And with no guarantee, and not that anything is guaranteed, but this is like there's really no – there's not even like, hey, I'm getting – you don't even know if you're getting close. It's so savage at the top. There is such a drastic difference between being this close to making it and actually making it like the fitness level maybe in percentage is so small of the difference of like 90 to 92%. But that 2% is you train two years just to gain one of those percent. Like I I knew it when, when I stopped going team um, in 2018 and I qualified for the Dubai competition the first year. It was a sanctioned event. And I, st- I traveled over the world by myself, just did it. And I'd never done anything like that. And one, I was shocked that I had qualified. My goal was to, but I didn't know what the level was. And to be, I finished in the very last spot just to make that qualifier. And when I got there, the difference between first and fifth fifth to 15th and then like 15th to 25th and then 25th to 35th it each level was so drastic that i couldn't even contemplate like i'm happy i'm here i finished 24th or whatever 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 placement it was but i was nowhere near even if i had scored high like in one of the events i was nowhere near ready or could even see that line of fitness in that top one to five now couldn't even see couldn't even see it. well i'll go ahead and say two to five because one to two well, right. there was a there was a really big gap as well Just right that right out there. right right you're right like with with especially with matt like his one is still so much further above the fitness level that is being portrayed out there like justin darrow's phenomenal matt is was still and still it could be if he wanted to be that much above um, and now where I'm at, I, I mean, I see it. I know where, I know where the level is. I know where you have to be. Um, and you're just chasing down that fitness ability every day for, and it, I mean, it's, it takes time. It takes a lot of time. And unfortunately you run out of time with this, um, to where you can be as fit as possible. Right. How so, old are you? Um, uh, I will be 30 
in like 10 days? What, what's today? The 11th? Uh, in 11 days. You still got a few years. Yeah. So I still, I still got some, pro- I'm still getting fitter. I, that's, that's what, uh, how I see it. And I don't feel bad at all. I don't feel like I'm 30. I still feel 23. Um, it, what's harder to stare at? What's harder to deal with not seeing the top of the mountain and being like, I don't even see the mountain. I'm going to quit versus now you come around the bend and you're like, Oh shit. Oh, no wonder I should have been like this. <laughs> now you see the top of the mountain. What's harder. What's harder. Not seeing it. It is harder. Not seeing it. Okay. So, so that's a good it. sign. Okay. So it's a step in the right direction. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm a person that like, if you tell me, you show me, this is what you have to be able to do mm-hmm. in order to be where you want to be. Mm-hmm. All right. I can do it. But if I don't have something concrete, I there's, I, I, for instance, uh, put it this way, like a workout and it's like a death buy, right? Whatever it is, as long as you can do it, whatever the workout is, as long as you can go until you give out. Well, I'm going to suck. Like I mentally, I'm like, well, how far is that? Like, how far do I need to go to be as good as it should have been? Like, if you don't give me a number, everything that I do, I'm going to feel as a failure. Like, I need to see how far I need to go. If I can't, well, I'm, yeah, I'm hanging, I'll keep working, I'll keep working until I give out. But I probably had a little bit left to give if I knew how much further I needed to go. That's why when there's a time to beat, it's a lot easier to beat that time than if you didn't know it in previous exactly. heats. Exactly. Uh, th- three things. One, uh, it's it's so interesting. I listened to your three podcasts, and then uh, when you sat down right now, and, and you're, a f- you're a fabulous conversationalist. You kind of remind me like of Hunter McIntyre. Do you know who that is? The Oh, yeah. 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 Great yeah. conversation. We've talked on the phone before. Oh, okay. And, um, but when you sat down, you weren't turned on yet, and I was like, oh, shit. But now you're turned on. Like, I don't, I don't mean, I don't mean sexually. Well, maybe, <laughs> may, may, maybe, maybe, uh, maybe. And then, and then so, and second of all, that's how you portray yourself in all of those podcasts. You are like crazy goal oriented. You really, you, you are a marksman. And, um, but, but then is that going back to the weaknesses? Is that one of your weaknesses you would work on? So would you work on death by burpees, death by clean and jerk? Would you do that just to be like, okay, that's my weakness. To, to going into that unknown space, would that be something you some, would some, or is it yeah. pointless? Cause no one, Dave would never do that at the games. Did you get, did you hear uh, what I yeah. said? Did you hear what I said? Dave, Dave yeah. would never do that at the games. Yeah. Prophecy. Yeah. He's coming back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I've, uh, I've done those workouts, but, um, I actually was supposed to have one in training this week if I wasn't competing. Um, so I, they're not very often because they're not, um, I don't necessarily super beneficial for me to build in training. Um, and yes, you're, you pretty much don't see those in competitions. You'll see those elimination workouts where you got to be faster than the last slowest guy. Um, but I think the last one I did was like one of the Wadapalooza ones that they had a couple years ago. Um, but no, I really don't throw those in too often. Um, I had, there's, I mean, there's so many things to work on that I have other weaknesses and I really, really work on some of these other ones. Um, I mean, I'm not the most, uh, say social guy, I would say like outside of what I do because I'm so just goal oriented. Um, 
that like really that's traveling. weird you're a great speaker but is it because it's this subject is that what you're saying no 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 oh. um i uh no i just I, I i'm very to myself and sometimes that comes off as like oh i don't you know like fuck off like i don't want to talk to you it's not i'll talk to anybody anybody that wants to come talk to me um but most of the time i'm thinking in here so most of the words are hidden inside um but no i just it's hard for me to like, all right. So for, for a good example was, um, Dubai again, like going back to that, I'm such a, like to myself in my own zone person that going across the world to go compete against the fittest people in the world with no coach, no friends, no support, nothing, nothing like that was a huge step forward for me in a weakness. Uh, like, to step out of my comfort zone and my comfort zone is structure. And that was not, I mean, it's just, it's not, it's not structure. Like it was 13 hours ahead or what roughly whatever it was. Um, being in a, a place that I don't speak the language. Granted, most of them speaks English, but I mean, I'd never been, I didn't know. I've only heard whatever from people um, and going out there and being by yourself, especially with, bunch of people looking at you trying to go be as fit as you can. Um, that was, that was a really hard, uh, like breakthrough for me being, just how'd you get a girlfriend? Annoying. How'd you get a girlfriend? That hair. Did she just fall? <laughs> she like fell on you or she caught you? In the net? She, yeah, she just tripped. She tripped right <laughs> into me. Um, yeah, no, that's, uh, that was another, I don't know. I didn't, I didn't have a lot of girlfriends growing up. Not that I, it's more honestly a choice. I just, they, most but of the time if, if you're shy, date. how did you get this girlfriend? How'd you meet your current girlfriend? Uh, she um, came. She actually goes to the gym that I coach at, which I was 100% against. But my owners were like, no, for real, you should ask her out, see where it goes. Because, uh, you know, that happens in a lot of gyms. Like, don't don't date your clients. Right. Um, so I never have in my entire life. And they were like, my owners were like, no, you should. So I was like, OK, that's um, what happened with Jeff Adler and his coach. Yeah. Uh, I I apologize for dragging you into this, Griffin. You can close your eyes if you want. This is a, this is a very. There's a very funny conversation here in the comments. Someone says, "Get vaxxed, guys," and then the same guy says, "Melbourne, Australia is the best city in the world." And then this guy responds with, "Then you should get a membership at CF One Nation." And, oh God! And the re I went after CF One Nation because they forced their members to get vaccinated. So I just think it's it's very very civil. You guys are so civil, so civil. <laughs> Uh, is your, so your girlfriend's a CrossFitter too? She is. And, uh, she's actually technically my fiance as fiance. October, but yeah. That means you asked her to marry you for those of you. I did. Know. That yeah. is, that is what that means. <laughs> yes. Um, <laughs> how do you come up with this idea? Uh, actually that wasn't one of my ideas. Uh, it was a buddy of mine that I was training with at the time and, he was like, "Hey, let's uh, let's do a double dumbbell snatch ladder." And I think that wasn't too long after um, Wadapalooza from 2019, because I went on the team with him there. I think we did that. Um, but anyway, no, he just he was like, "Hey, we should do that." And then I was like, "Hey, why?" Like we were gonna stop at the 85s. I was like, "Why don't we throw the hundreds in there? Let's see what happens." Um, but I'll, I don't they, know. I didn't. Did I, they I didn't do this in Wadapalooza? Have you seen this? Is has this been? We had double dumbbell snatches in 2000 and what was it 19? Yeah, 2019. There was only 50 pound dumbbells. It wasn't 
that heavy. But <laughs> have you seen that before, John? Not that heavy, no. <laughs> yeah, that's that, that, that's crazy. Uh, what is your um? Uh, what is your max strict press that you've ever uh, done? Like when you were playing football? Actually, it's be- it's better now. Surprisingly, I don't know. I don't know how. I don't know how. Strict press is um, probably one of the only lifts that is though. Right. Yeah. Better now. For, for sure. A hundred percent. All the other ones are way below. Um, uh, the best I did was actually during quarantine. I two fifty five. Okay. Um, this one I'm about to show you. This is this is pretty nuts too. This is two twenty five by three. Oh yeah. Uh, handstand walk, parallel handstand push up, strict press workout. Yeah. Yeah. And so, um, so is that, is that, uh, it, what is the most you could do by, uh, oh no, sorry. I opened the wrong one. There's another video where you do strict press by three yeah. with 225. Is no, that, um, right. he's doing that right now. Oh, no, there no. he just did one. I actually have another yeah. video where he actually, he, he knocks out three in a row. Um, what, what do you, what is 255 by one? And so is 225 by three the most you can do with 225? Uh, I think I've done it for five before. Um, yeah. Um, but I mean, that's about it. I don't, I really don't do a lot of strength work, um, anymore. Uh, I do a lot of accessory stuff to make sure I'm not like beating my body to shit and breaking myself down. But when it comes to max lifts and stuff like that, I don't, I don't overly push it anymore. Yeah. Someone said in the comments, Hey dude, just work on your endurance and you're a games champ. But, I've had that said to me so many times and I swear, I wish it was that simple guys. Uh, it's not, (laughs) (laughs) um, I, it's just, it's, it's not like the amount of time I spend in conditioning is absurd. High volume gymnastics is probably more important for you. I, I, I spend a, I spend a lot of time in, so like there's specifics. It's because it becomes very specific. Like for me, with football, think about spending years and years and years of training for football. What are the some of the things you don't do? Legless rope climbs. <laughs> well, yeah, that's athletic. <laughs> I, strength-wise, like, 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 okay, so like, you don't press overhead in football. What, what, like, yeah, you press here. That's why everyone bench presses strong. Like, but you're all internally rotated. You have poor mobility. So, like, pressing overhead for high volume is very that's my that's that's my biggest weakness like people you said would something, say oh you said something really cool about that too that i wonder how much is, is uh is true if, or if i understood it correctly you're saying that you're very strong going um shoulder to overhead and that doesn't translate to a shit ton of reps because of your positioning and I'd never actually thought of that. And is so you is that why are you constantly trying to find that position to where these three at two twenty five would translate to twenty unbroken? Yeah, yeah. So like, if you don't have good positioning overhead, like you could still be really strong. Yeah. But does it translate over to doing fifty strict handstand pushups unbroken? No, not even close. And that's where, like, I, I get smoked. Like Noah, Noah would smoke me in a workout like that. One, he's got better like levers; his arms are shorter, but like he just motors through those. When I hit a wall, I hit a wall. But that's because of training. Like 
do, training for so many years one way, I'm starting from – it's almost like starting from ground zero. Gr- being strong is great, but it doesn't translate into muscular endurance, especially but if you, you have a ton of fast twitch muscle fiber. Yeah, strength you think endurance it's position- and strength are two different things completely. But 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 I, I get that, but you're also putting a lot of weight in position. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. I, I I never thought – how about ring dips? Is that the same with you with ring dips? Um, no, it's not as bad. Um, it's, it's more of the fact that like overhead because of being so like muscularly strong anterior, like here, when I lock out, well, I also have torn labrum from football on the shoulder. This arm doesn't lock out properly. So stacking over my head, especially with thoracic, like mobility is really tough for me to get here and you should be able to relax overhead. And I can't like, so we had that event, um, the freestanding hand, handstand at the games in two, uh, 2020. And I can handstand walk pretty well. It's it's very gorilla-like. Um, but the people that did phenomenal in that workout, their, shol- their, their shoulder and thoracic mobility is so out of this world that every bone is stacked correctly. And it's they, they're not tired. They're not muscularly holding yeah. themselves up. I am. So when those workouts come up like that, I work on that positioning so much more than necessarily getting stronger in that position. Like it's, it's more that I have to be more mobile and stack and move properly instead of trying to just do the, do that a million times, like doing handstand walks all the time. Like it doesn't help if you're not in the, the correct position. What was the first sport you played? Uh, fo- uh, well, was it football? Um, uh, seriously, not, not like five year old. Put your kid in every sport. No, I. So yeah, football. Uh, I mean, I played football and basketball and lacrosse. Every sport I played was very was like very serious. Other than when I played soccer, um, but it came down to like football and lacrosse. I was from what. So I started I started lifting when I was in fourth grade. I learned how to lift before that, um, but I used like a PVC pipe or a broomstick or you know whatever, and eventually moved up to like a twelve pound bar. But um, I it, it was definitely football. Uh, I, we took that we took it serious. We take it seriously down in the in the south. <laughs> um, what did weightlifting look like at four? What did that look like? Learning how to do a clean correctly <laughs> at four already, huh? Um, I didn't, I, I really didn't lift until like fourth grade, like in fourth, oh, fourth grade, grade is when, sorry. I, when I legitimately had like a strength program. Wow. And what position did you play in the fourth grade? In uh, football? running back and defensive end. And how, how tall are you? 5'11", 5'10". 5'10", think- not 5'11". Why'd I say 5'11"? 5'9", or 5'10". Jeez, just trying to add some height there. Do you, think, <laughs> do you think you're good? Did you think you were going to the pros? Yeah. Um, and I was very, 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 very close. Um, but as we all know, things are business and unfortunately sometimes it doesn't work out, but, uh, yeah, I, I, I thought I was going to go to the pros. Um, in high school, I had a lot of people tell me that I was going to go, not just like people, uh, like scouts, coaches, um, I had a bunch of coaches that have coached at higher levels go, you are the best player I've ever coached against. Um, I think my, in college, I, Charlie Weiss, when he went down to coach at Florida, 
came and saw me and was like, hey, where where do you play? Like, who do you play for? I was just catching footballs for a quarterback that at a, my old high school because he asked me to come back to co- to catch for him. And he's like, where do you play? And I told him about the state. And he's like, dude, don't worry. Like, you're going to find your way. Uh, I'm going to call Belichick because they coached together at one point. And I was like, you got to be kidding. That was like a like a lights out moment for me. I was like, this is for real, like going to happen. That was when I was going to be a sophomore, I think. As what um, position as running back? Uh, slot receiver. So okay. when it comes to football, different position wise, like I, I could run routes well, had good hands. And what's the best place for a running back is out in open space. So if you can get the ball in a, as a slot receiver out out to them, they're going to do the thing. So I played in a um, spread offense. So it's you don't get the ball a ton at running back. It doesn't really work like that. So I played slot and it's more of a passing offense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, so, and so what happened? And so you played all the way till your senior year in college. Uh-huh. And in, in both positions in that slot receiver position and a running back. Yeah. Um, and then I got to run the wildcat, which basically means I got to play quarterback for some time too. But, uh, yeah, See, I knew I did. it. I knew it. Uh, and, then what happened? and then what happened just you did you just never get the call you just never get drafted you never get that, that, that's exactly right so you uh you go do a pro day um and i did mine and uh i ran a four a four four seven forty i had the fastest five ten five uh they'd ever seen um i ran a four was it four eight four eight two um sorry three eight two not a four eight two that's slow three eight two um and they made me run it five times in a row. Normally, you only get to do it twice. They made me do it because they didn't believe their clocks, um, which was was funny. But um, I had a bunch of great times all over for my pro day. I did 28 reps at 225 on the bench press. Um, I had a 41 and a half inch vertical. Um, so I'm, I'm I'm sitting there thinking, all right, it's. I, I got my ticket. I did a great job. And uh, I, the, the last coach to talk to me, the last scout, was from the Jaguars. Not that necessarily anybody wants to necessarily go first pick is to uh, play for Jacksonville. But um, they, uh, they're like, yeah, uh, talk to me about it. And they're like, look, we'll, we'll give you a call and we'll see you at camp. And I was like, awesome. You know? Wow. And I didn't get the call. It just didn't happen. Do people just talk that shit? I, I mean, it I mean, was my these first time. These are people's lives they're fucking with. I mean, I mean, yeah, but at the same time, it's a business. They don't, they, they don't, they don't care. So, like, the, so there's not just one scout for an NFL team, right? There, there's tons, and they go all across the country. So right. they got to go to every pro day, right? They, they have to see every single person. So they go see the, see each athlete. They have their list. They check them off, like good, bad, whatever, and they go back and meet. And then they're sitting there, and they're literally just – you're just a name on the list. Well, I like this guy. Well, I like this guy. All right, well, let's look at this history. What do you think uh, it was? Your, your size? No, I, I think it's because I tore my hamstring, and I had to sit out I – was, I was out for a full season. Which season? 2000 and – No, I mean junior or senior? Oh, uh, junior. Oh, so you got to come back and show your shit. Yeah, no, I came back. There's a whole there's a whole story to that too, but it's a very long one. Um, but yeah, I, it was it was a it was a bad bad injury. I, I've broken both collarbones. I've broken my wrist. I've whatever. I've broken a bunch of bones. That's the first injury that when it happened, I went to the ground and I couldn't get up. And that I it was 
very um, heart wrenching, but uh, it, it's still something I deal with today, actually, um, in my hip. So it kind of leads. I, I don't know if you've ever seen like people didn't believe that. Like uh, I've said, um, they're like I don't squat heavy ever. So when we had the games event for that front squat, I truly had no idea what I was going to front squat. You won that event with your opening lift. You won that event without even needing your second lift, right? Um, I think so. Is that correct, John? I, I mean, four ninety was the was the lift, correct, Griffin? Yeah, four ninety was the lift. I think. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't know. I know. I, I, w- like, I wish I could not know what I was going to front squat, and that just happens to be what it is that day. <laughs> I guess, I guess I'll roll with that. I guess that's okay. Hey, how uh, well you you saw the games for the first time in Carson? Yeah, it was awesome. And so you go to that tennis stadium. I want to go back to the football, by the way. I like how emotional you get. Um, <laughs> uh, I, so you 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 see it in the tennis stadium. You go you, after that. You're like, yeah, I'm doing this shit. This is cool. And then you win an event that would have been epic live, I, and the I crowd would have come unfucking hinged. And it you would have been it, an awesome time. And you did it in a closet somewhere. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> pretty much. Yeah, with yeah, an yeah. iPhone pointed at you. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Man. No, I, I. Yeah, yeah. Well, is this it? Oh, when, good, Caleb. So this is the actual lift from the competition. He, yeah. Okay. That's it. Yeah, his his uh, four fifty. Or 447 for four was the one in the jean in the jorts. Uh, that was a one and done. I literally, I literally warmed up. I went 135, 225, 315, 455, 447, or whatever it was, and just called it. Um, when you went to the games in Carson and you saw that, what year was that? Do you remember? 2015. And were, and were you playing football at that time? That was – so like right then, the games are when the season's starting. That's when camp is for, uh-huh. pro, for pro teams. And since I didn't get that call, uh, my uncle had told me, he was like, look, I think you'd be good at this sport if football doesn't work out or if you want – like I'd love for you to come out and come check it out. And uh, he lived in um, Sacramento at the time. Does he own a so, gym? No. Oh, okay. No. He uh he 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 competes in CrossFit too, in the Masters. He's got MS and di- he's a type one diabetic. Um, he has but, multiple scler- sclerosis and he competes mm-hmm. at you know, badass. I, I think his highest finish that was like right around that year, and I think like it was top it was top twenty, and I think he finished thirty second or something. So he's really close to making it at one point. Um, but yeah, I, I went out there and. You know, I saw the games and it's it's funny. So I got a call from one of my coaches that I played for and he's like, hey, like, what are you doing? I'd like for you to come coach for me or whatever. And I remember having this thought in my head when I was on the phone with him. I mean, I'm, at this point, I'm making a direction like, do I want to be a coach? Which is every like that's what most players end up doing. A football um, coach I, specifically. Yeah. Okay. Right. Specifically. And um, and I'd always been had thought that's probably where I was going to end up. Or do I go pursue something that I've never done and start from scratch? And on the phone, I was like, I got something I got to go do. And it's, I got to go be one of the fittest people on the planet. I got, I, I've, I've got to, I've got to try. Like it is, it's a goal. It's been set. I saw this. It looked like it absolutely sucked. And not that everyone's like embrace the suck, 
but it was it was more of when I was in the tennis stadium and saw the there was a, an event where they had to carry sandbags down the stadium, uh. go over the wall, put it in the wheelbarrow, take it across, and take it back up, right? And I saw that I was like, this is the coolest event I've ever seen. Like it just seems like it, that one seemed like fun. Yeah, it hurts, but it's fun. It's a cool event. It's different. It and at that moment, I was like, I'm, I'm, I'm definitely in. And I mean, after that, I went home and started trying to figure out how could I even, I had to find a gym. I had to figure out how I would make it work. So, um, I mean, I had to, at that point, I just kind of was like, look, football, like after that with football, if you don't get a call, you can sit around all you want and keep trying to stay in, in shape and stuff. But unless you're a guy that was, uh, I don't know, one of the, like, Heisman runner-ups or something and Torres ACL, you're probably not going to get that call unless you have a true connection to a guy that's going to be like, I'll get you on practice squad. So um, at that point, it was really hard to swallow. It took me two or three months to kind of like get it out of my system because, you know, I did, worked for it for 18 years of my life. Yeah, that's a, it's crazy. I know it's 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 nuts. It's like someone died. Truly, it truly yeah. is. It's it. That's a whole. It's a whole other person. I, it's a whole other person that people don't know. Hey, um, in two thousand eight, nine, even seven, there there was always this talk. Ten that eleven that if a running back came from the NFL, they would just destroy the games with no training. I mean, I don't think that's true anymore, but it may have been not, true not back anymore. then. But then, yeah. So yeah, in in two thousand, let's see, when I was a senior, I. Clean and jerk three three thirty five, and I back squatted six hundred pounds at seventeen years old. I was one hundred eighty four. I was one hundred eighty four pounds. <laughs> what is your max back squat? Do you know? Uh, it's nowhere near what it was. Uh, the most I had ever put on the bar. Yeah. I stopped at this point. Um, I was twenty three, twenty two, right before I had started CrossFit, and I did six hundred for twelve. But so that's your ma- six hundred pounds is your max, and you've also done it for twelve. Right. Like at that point, I was like, what's, uh, there's no point in putting any more weight on there. You never did 605 or anything like that. Nope. I, it's oh, just, so you're no... made to be a CrossFitter thinking like that. Well, at that point, I was like, I'm, uh, when I did that, I was 214 pounds. And I was like, well, I don't, I don't weigh, like at a certain point, don't even, it starts to hurt. It starts to hurt on how much weight you're putting on your body. Right. And it's not, if I had weighed 260 pounds, okay. Yeah. I'll throw 700 pounds on the bar. But I didn't. So, was, It'd be like 750 need... to 800 around there when you like best guess percentage wise. I would I probably mean, say I, 750 because you're smaller. I, so the higher you go, the worse it'll feel. I, I, I wouldn't, I wasn't even going to put it that I, I would have said I could have squatted 715 pounds. Like it, I don't know at that point, like but again, muscular endurance is an equal power up and strength. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, I mean, it would have been over 700 pounds. Just there was no point. What's like? What's unless I was going to do a powerlifting event? Um, there was no point. Gosh, you're re- you're really weak now, I, dude. I am. <laughs> I tell that people all the time. They're like, no, you're not. I'm like, well, CrossFit. You got to be well rounded. It has nothing to do with pure strength. So, what, what was the best lesson you had um, growing up? You 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 mentioned, and I don't know if you were alluding to a specific thing, but that your dad taught you how to be tough and persevere. Was there something? Was there ever a moment as a kid? Like you fell down on a train track and you're about to be run over and you're like, better get up. Or is, is there a story you have that's like, okay, this is all on me. Um, 
Oh, I, I, I mean, I've got, there's actually plenty where it just kind of continually builds and it grows how you inevitably just never give up and you always work towards what your goals are. Um, but I can give you, I, I guess some people might find it funny. Some people might find it not at all and be like, how did you scar a child like this? But, um, so there, there's a football game in, Hey, behind every great kid, <laughs> there's an adult who did something to them. Like I, I had Amanda Levy on here. She's a like a, a insane jujitsu practitioner. She just beat this chick who is 160 pounds bigger than her in a, a in a black belt match. And her dad, she won a second place trophy like in softball, like in the eighth grade. And her dad made her fucking break it as she walked off in front of the whole team and go, I don't take second. I'm just like, what the fuck? But anyway, go ahead. Sorry. So, no, I, no, so I'm game, no. man. All the greats have a parent who is just driving them. Right. So so my dad actually coached the team, and he always gave me the most shit. Like, I never – I I had to earn every second of being able to play on that field. Um, he was not – it was not daddy ball. and like, oh, my son's going to play this. Like, uh, no, it's – you better earn it because I'm not letting you play unless the other coaches let you play. But um, so there was a game uh, in the playoffs for, in fourth grade, and we had never beaten this team. And it was just like this team had been winning every year, winning the state championship every single year, and we could never beat them. And we're at halftime, and we're, it's like it's a real close game. Like I think it was, it couldn't have, they couldn't have had more than twelve points, but it was like twelve nothing, twelve twelve six, something like that, right? We'd never beaten this team. And we're sitting over there at halftime. And my dad tells us this story. And I had never, I never had heard this story before either. But it's about my father. Um, we lived, so I was born in California. And there it was a guy that had broken into our house. And I was one. Um, like home invasion while you guys were Home there. invasion, yeah. We got wow. broken in the house. Wow. And, um, <laughs> Later out, later on, it turned out to be a convicted rapist previously. Um, and my dad normally, like he told the story, normally parks in the front. He parked around the back of the apartment that we lived in. And um, so the guy, I guess, had been watching the house. He would just break in and do that and didn't think he was there. And he was in bed and I could tell this story scary like he did us at halftime of a football game um, to get a rise out of us. But the guy breaks in, keep walking towards the bed, and my mom screams out, there's someone in the, bed, in the house, and starts screaming. And my dad gets up out of sleep in his underwear and bolts straight to the door. So normally, if you think about if you're at home right now, right, and you're asleep in your bed at 3 a.m., and someone's in your house, like out of, out of, you just wake up. Like, what do you do? Boom. Shoot do you dead. have well so yeah yeah i but shoot them dead <laughs> all right think common people that probably don't even have a gun yeah I yeah I mean, I we're, we're, fi we're fighting don't. at the least i mean i'm, I'm right right i'm trying maybe to, he's I'm too trying close. to kill or him with my bare hands to me. that's that's what i'm maybe trying to right what so if too, what if he's too close and i can't get my gun i'm doing everything i can right well yeah right what if the house what if he has a gun what if he already has the gun i am reaching for the gun very fast like I have very fast hands. Okay, uh, that's what I. That's what I would do. I can't do anything else. That's what I would do. I believe you. I I believe you. I just know, like the kids and wife can't be left alone with this dude at all costs. Right. Right. And, but, right. 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 And 
the point for most people. Great story, as by much the as way. They, now we're now we're awake. Now we're really awake, Griffin. <laughs> and this most, is all well, like fast second, split second thinking. So honestly, we don't know what we would do. It's just what right, I right. I so I, the the majority of people don't know what to do, and they're scared, and they just lay there. They, yeah. they, they wouldn't. They wouldn't because, like, think about the most fearful thing to you. For a lot of people, they don't know what to do in that situation. You've never been in it. You're, you you kind of get shocked, right? And, you're and frozen. You're frozen, right? And like, yeah, if you have a gun, different story, different mentality. Or what if there's five dudes? Okay, what if what if there's five? Like, right? Yeah, like, I just heard a story like that. I'm probably frozen because I can't I can't beat five guys. Doesn't right. Matter. So. <laughs> So for most people, like, what, what do you do? Like, do you, do you, ch- do, this guy has, could have a gun, he could have a knife, he could, whatever, he could kill you right there, you didn't even move, and it's over. Instead, my dad decides to get the fuck up and charge at the door. Like, remember, like, when you're asleep, and you're dead asleep, and you wake up, like, you kind of can't see, like, your eye, you're like, uh, eyes kind of stuck, whatever. And he's like, I couldn't see, and I ran at the first thing I could see was the door, and ran straight through the door. The guy took off and went out down the stairs. Most people at this point, all right, he's gone. Like, yes. Call the police. Yep. Nope. This asshole decides to go chase his ass down the street. Oh. <laughs> yeah. So he's, he, he's, he's running in his underwear in the middle of the night chasing this guy. And he turns to go, like, to run and, like, see the fence to go hop a fence. And instead, my dad's caught up to him, and he just lowers his shoulder into his back and takes him out hard as he can. Throws him up against a, against a house, pulls his, ha- his jacket over his head, which, again, when he told this, I was like, how are you smart enough to do this because you don't know what disease he has? And, well, he proceeded to pummel this man. Um, Wait, and is then, your dad wearing tight? And he's probably wearing tighty whiteies because that's oh for sure, hundred yeah. percent fat. Yes, it has yeah. to be yeah. right. Like great. This this yeah. This dude's there, getting beat up by Batman, but just with the underwear part, <laughs> or 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 a jort underwear combo. Yeah. Right, <laughs> right, right. So yeah, and then so this guy comes out of his house and thinks my dad's the bad guy, and he's not. And they call the cops, and turned out to be a convicted rapist. And it was, I mean, it's in the there. My dad has the newspaper somewhere, um, but. He's telling. He told this story to us at halftime, and all every one of I think there's probably eighteen of us were just bawling, crying at halftime because he's telling us this really messed up story. But the whole point was like that he drove home is like you're losing, you're frozen, you've never beaten this team, you don't know what to do. Are you going to get the fuck up and do something about it, or are you going to sit there again and just let someone take your wife? Take your football game. Yeah, it's an extreme analogy, but like, I wonder if that flies today. I wonder if your dad, the woke crowd, comes and gets your dad. Oh, he, that's, that's it's a wrap. No, <laughs> cancel, <laughs> cancel culture. Over. Cancel culture yeah, for it's sure. Over. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, so, do you guys win the game? Oh yeah, dude. We came out and just smacked this team. Oh my god. I don't. I. I still remember like the sound of the hits in this game, and this is in fourth grade. But oh, dude, yeah, we so we came back Wait, and we won that. We won 14, that game. That was fourth grade, not when you're fourth 14. grade. Fourth grade, oh, yeah, we came back, yeah. won that game. We went, we won the rest of the playoff games and won the Super Bowl for that age group. Which kind of shows y'all were being a bunch of punks in the first half. If you were you're right, you're, of that. you're absolutely right. But it was it was something that really stuck with me. It was like it doesn't matter how you feel. 
like at that moment, you're in it, whether you want to be or not. Like, are you going to change what's happening right now? Are you going to dig deep and figure out how to beat what's in front of you? Or are you just going to sit there and lay down and take it? I mean, and I, that's how I've, I approach everything. Like I've had, I mean, every, every athlete has some type of performance anxiety as they're getting ready, whether it's good or bad or whatever. And like, are, do you stay frozen? Do you let that sit or do you go and attack? And all these athletes, like I, I truly admire a lot of these games athletes. Like to, every time you go out there and step on the floor, like you've, you've got to attack. Like you can't just sit there and take it. Right. Otherwise you wouldn't be where you're at. Um, and it's just, that's how I've taken every day and every sport and every training moment I've had and grown off of that every year. And it's definitely something, I mean, I'm going to instill in the children that I have, like, it's, I think it's a, a good lesson and like, do, do something about it. Don't be a victim, get up and, and attack, like be an attack dog, go after it, go get it. So I don't know. What's, like, what's your dad's name? Roger. R O G E R. And your parents were together growing up. Uh, yeah, yeah. Until I was sixteen or seventeen. And and then w- would you hear a lot, um, Roger? Don't be so hard on Griffin. Did she have to jump in, in between you and and, and uh, your dad? No, I don't think so. He was really good at um at pushing me when he knew that there was more to pull out of me, but also not like crossing a, like a line. I mean, yeah. one one time. This is this is a pro- well, there's another football store if you yes, want to hear it. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> um, yes. All right, it, this one was not as long. This one. Uh, Wait, one question, real quick. Did you want yeah. to impress your dad? Did I you definitely want to make him proud. Definitely. Yeah. Proud. Yeah. Okay. Good. I think okay. all kids want to do that. Yeah. All yeah. all kids do. Like, I wanted yeah. to make him proud. I want my my mom proud. I make everybody that like has believed in me proud. Right. Right. But so, and, and they uh, did believe in you. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Absolutely. Um. My mom's still kind of mad about missing a lot of the vacations growing up uh, because I told her I had to practice or I needed to do something for sports um, when it wasn't mandatory. (laughs) I'm with you. Fuck a vacation. (laughs) Um, But yeah, this one was as an athlete. I think it was. This might have been my (laughs) first year of football, and I wasn't very good. I I wasn't. I I really wasn't. I didn't play much. Um, How old were you? uh, Second grade, whatever age that is. Okay. And this is with pads. This is like Pop Warner. Oh yeah. This is yeah. 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 Um, Do they even, do they even play uh, padded football in, in like fifth grade anymore? I think they do. I don't know what age group they changed to. Like they do have flag at a certain age now, but they turned the high schools into having that like Pop Warner instead of like at a park or whatever, it's turned into the high schools have taken it over. Um, But I don't remember. I don't know what grade it changes, but yes, they do definitely have fifth grade and fourth grade. I don't know what it is below that. So in second grade, you were in pads, like putting your head down and hitting dudes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, John. You're good, you're good. Go ahead, Griffin. Um, So there's just, you know, my my dad knows I'm a good athlete, but I'm I'm too soft. Like, I I cried when, uh, um, during the Lion King, when Mufasa dies. Like, I was soft, like, in that sense. I mean, like, a lot of people. I know it's hard. I know it's hard. I know it's heartfelt, but, like, bawling. Like, I couldn't even watch the movie type of thing at a child, as a child. I cried but, at Air Bud when he told the dog to go <laughs> away. Ah, oh, man. Yeah, it's rough. It's rough. But, <laughs> like, in the football game, like, you can't be like that. Like, that's not the time to be like that. Right. And there was a time where, like, um, 
I don't know. I'm just getting, I'm just getting my ass beat. Right. And I think at this time I was playing nose, I was playing nose guard my first year. I played offensive line and nose guard. My what, first is, year is, is, is nose guard. The guy who snaps the ball. It's the guy across from the guy that snaps the ball oh, okay, on defense. Okay, okay. Yeah. And, um, I'm just getting worked. And my dad goes, Wait, isn't that the fun position? Cause the guy in front of you is focused on the ball and you can just tee off on it. Him? De- it definitely can be, especially at a young age for sure. Okay. Were you over the yes. weight limit to carry the ball? Is that why this was going on? No, dude, no. I was the smallest kid alive. Oh, okay. Smallest kid alive. I, love I was it. I love tiny, it. tiny, tiny, tiny. Um, like a I barely, I, like a little pink thing. You were just a little pink. Yeah, thing. dude. I, yeah. I, I was, I was always the smallest kid on every team I've ever played. Um, Only squatting three hundred pounds at this time. Got, gotcha. <laughs> uh, Trina, um, for a shy person, Griffin is a good is good for a yarn. What's a I, that must be some <laughs> southern. It's good for a yarn. It's I've not never southern. heard that. I don't think it's southern. Oh. oh. I'll take it as a compliment. Um, uh, so we're, we're, we're at practice. I'm just getting my ass beat. And my dad goes, you know what? If you want to play like that, you want to, I mean, this is not to offense to anyone, but let's go ahead and say this. Uh Oh, do you want to play like a cheerleader? Are you a girl? Like, do you want to play like a girl? Sexist. Take your pad, take your, take your pads off. I want you to take your pads off right now. And you're going to go over there with the cheerleaders and practice for the cheerleaders. <laughs> Second grade. Dude, that would have been a good move. I think that's good over there. <laughs> You should have gone over there naked and jumped on him. <laughs> oh, <wow. laughs> right. Jesus. That's not where my mind went, Savon, but oh, all right. Cheerleaders. Um, yeah, so, you know, sit, sits me over on the bench. Like, I have to go sit on the bench. I'm out. Oh, it's timeout, timeout. Uh, yarn, having a yarn <laughs> meeting, completely unrelated to Stringer Twine. It means to have a chat, a discussion, generally very informal, often had him. Yeah, yeah, I'm telling you, this guy's a great conversationalist. He's like Hunter McIntyre. He's confused. He thinks he's quiet, but he's not. It's okay. <laughs> I think he's if still, we combined uh, Griffin with Hunter, that would make a CrossFit Games champion. That's if you think about it. If you think about that's, it. That's, Those words have been said before, yes. <laughs> okay, okay. So thank you, Caleb. Uh okay, so um your dad told you to go play with the cheerleaders. Yeah. Yeah. And uh I'm over there crying with my helmet on, pissed, pissed off. So pissed. And one of the coaches goes over to uh my dad and is like, that's a that's a, was a little harsh. I mean, I I left out some of the expletives, but anyway. You know, pretty hot, rough, like rough, and you know, like he's like, just, just watch. He goes over and gets me. He's like, all right, you're back in. I don't know, three plays later, lets me sit there, just pissed off. And he looks at the coach. Watch this. I went through the center, took the ball from him, hit the quarterback, drove him into the running back. <laughs> five play, five plays in a row. Five, and the coach looks over to to my dad and is like, "What the fuck did you do?" And he's like, he's got more in him. You just got to know how to piss him off. And at, at that, at that lesson, truly, I took that into football and how I trained the rest of my life was like, I, I realized like I needed to get pissed off. Really? And, you and figured Jan- out the switch right there as a seven-year-old boy? You remember yeah. being like having some sort of like, aha. Yeah. And like at that age, it's not like I could piss myself off super like easily, but as I got older, I learned how to channel that and actually get angry. Um, and to the point where when I was a senior in high school, like I would tell myself before every game and I it just a realization was like, everyone else is at a disadvantage. They have to tackle you like that. You have to actually go all the way down. They are a disadvantage. Don't go down. Do not get tackled. 
And I would get so pissed before a game just thinking about someone coming to play, thinking they could tackle me. Like, fuck uh, that. No, you so can't. You're, so you're like the water boy. Dude, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'd say more athletic and probably without the speech impediment, but yes. Wow. That's what I'm picking up right now. Hey, um, um, you never got into drugs, did you? No. Yeah, you would be a terror on cocaine. You should never do cocaine. You would, you would just like, you would just, you'd be a terror. Yeah, I was not, I was not the party guy. I wasn't the, I, I didn't, I didn't drink with the, you know, like I, I was the, one of the star athletes, but I wasn't the uh, like the popular like drinking kid. Or, Jesus. <laughs> and, I mean, that's what I. That's the number I wore in college. Oh my gosh, that works out so perfect. <laughs> Um, selfishly tell me, um, what, what, my kids don't do any team sports. They only do individual. They do tennis, jujitsu, and skateboarding. And, and so I have two questions for you. I don't want to forget. I'm going to ask both of them. Um, let's talk about the difference between team sports and individual sports and what they develop as a kid. Yeah. Why, why maybe both are important. And then, um, the other thing, do you think that school's important? Do you think that you could have just like not have done school, like just done 20 minutes of math and 20 minutes of English every single day, gone up all the way to calculus, gone to diagramming sentences and, and really mastered that and then just really focused and you would have learned everything you needed to know in life from just tons of professional coaching? So two, those uh, are, I guess, the two questions. Well, so I guess it depends. Like, what are you, it, it would you send your kid to school or would you home kid your homeschool your kid? You I'll send my kid to school. I think yeah. I, I think it's good. Um, like, not that bullying is good by any means, but like on a football team or like, and here's like the team aspect or whatever. Like, you you don't necessarily get bullied, but you get pushed. You get pushed. You need to get legs. hazed. People need to get hazed. Yeah, and it's not a. It's not even like a. It def, It's definitely hazing, but it's not necessarily like, oh, you, you're gonna get uh, your head shaved because we don't like you. It's you're gonna get hazed on the football field because you suck, right? And like, there is a lesson to that where you need to learn to stick up for yourself. You need to learn to work on what you need to work on to get better, so you don't get your ass beat like that. And your teammates are also after that going to learn to respect you if you do. And it's a good lesson of learning. Like you got to earn respect. Like it's not given respect. Isn't just necessarily given to somebody you've got to earn it. Um, and I think in a team sport, like the camaraderie, that's one thing I miss the most. It's just camaraderie between teammates and the will and sacrifice you all put together to go accomplish a goal um so like in that sense for a team like i think it's i think it's important to be on a team sport learn learn to work together with someone to achieve a bigger goal um school wise i think um like i would definitely send my kids to school and they just need to they'd have to learn on like yeah it's not it's not always the best it's not always the greatest thing in the world but not are all jobs either when you get in the real world you do things you don't want to do have you ever had a real job I mean, what's considered a real jobs? You know, like Starbucks or the gas station. Yeah, or, yeah, uh, with yeah, a, yeah. With a for barbell, sure. possibly. Yeah. Oh yes, 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 <laughs> yeah. yes, yes, yes. Sorry, yes, absolutely. Oh, and did you know? So, thank you, John. Our sponsor, barbelljobs.com. If it doesn't, if something doesn't work out for you at CrossFit, Dula, Duala, Twala, yeah, Twala. Uh, go to barbelljobs.com. Punch in your, you know, what what you're capable of, how many hours, what country you live in. 
um, and you can get a job there. But the the barbelljobs.com is giving away three free tickets, VIP tickets to Wadapalooza. And you can go to the real Sevon Podcast Instagram account and I think Will's giving them away. Will runs that account. Is that Caleb? Is that is that uh that's correct. Oh thank you. Oh, there it is. Oh, thank you. Look at you. Look how fast you are. Look at that. And and do we know how you get them? Does it say we are giving away three VIP tickets to go to Wadapalooza? You also get a lock of Griffin Raleigh's hair. Holy shit. I'll send it to you. I'll send yes. it to you. Um I'll hand deliver it to you if you're there. <laughs> how to enter follow our account tag a friend below share this post oh yeah so it's like we're like a real we've already like got a lot of entries so better get on it <laughs> thank you caleb i think we're having matt o'keefe on tomorrow yeah i think we're having matt o'keefe on tomorrow night maybe we'll let him pick it we'll scroll through and be like oh. hey, matt, you, you pick it I don't know. Well, we'll, we'll, I shouldn't. I shouldn't micromanage. Well, okay, Caleb, okay, what are you doing out here? Get 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 back there at your uh, uh your Pornhub station. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> um. Uh. So 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 fo- football was your passion. Now you switched to CrossFit, and is the is the um, target in sight? Like as you set these goals, are you seeing? it come together are you 30 and like oh shit this is really happening or are you like oh dude i'm screwed <laughs> no no i definitely i definitely see it um the closest glimpse i had was norway and right before covid and all the shutdowns and all that stuff um i had i had hit the right stride of training um and went over there and competed and that it was it, there was a huge lesson i learned in that competition was as I said earlier, you don't really mess with anybody else. Like, like you're as good as you are versus somebody else. However, there is one caveat to that, and this I learned it in this competition was in a workout that's relatively quick. You can push your pace, and everyone else is going to feel that. Now you don't have to follow, but some idiot is going to. It's going to happen. And if oh. they aren't prepared, oh. they're going to blow up. They're not playing their game, right? And if you know in that event where your fitness capability is and you can push it to make that other person blow up and then ease out a little bit and then finish fast at the end where you know they're going to explode, it, I learned how to do that. And it was in a ring muscle-up workout. And... That was the first time I realized, like, I knew how fit I was and where I needed to be and the fitness level I needed to have in order to win or at least give myself a chance. Um, and it is very, I will say it's very difficult to get back to that because it takes, it takes time. It's not like, oh, I'm going to train for nine weeks and I'm that fit again. You can stay in shape, but you can't stay in that shape all year round. Um, I mean, Matt always talks about how he took a lot of time off, Fraser. Um, so I tried to actually take some time off after this last year. Um, Were you successful? You said you tried to. Uh, yes and no. Uh, mm-hmm. I had bought a house uh, a year and a half ago, and I spent a lot of time working on that. So I got really uh, stuck into I remodeled the entire thing. Um, it was an as-is, needed-to-be-fixed up type of house. But, um, yeah, that took a lot of time. You know how to do that stuff? You know how to do that stuff? Yeah. Who taught you my, that? My entire house. The 
I put a movie theater in the basement, put a in-law suite, put a kitchen in the basement, um, redid all the flooring. Uh, what what put state? In a lot what of state? Doors. Georgia. Oh, so you don't? There's no like building inspector in Georgia. You just do what you want. No, no, no. There's inspectors. Oh, all right, all right. They that was a, they come that, to that, yeah. that was a dig. That was a dig. Uh, this guy's really <laughs> handsome and articulate. Well, thank you, Bruce. Is that his real name, Bruce Wayne? That is ridiculously fire if it is. Yeah. By the way, my favorite superhero is Batman. It's not actually Thor, but I just look like him. You couldn't look like Batman? I know. I don't. I wish, dude. I wish I looked like Bruce Wayne, but I don't. Um, so you, you're saying something really interesting here that we brought up on the prediction show. Um, do you think that uh, – so So this is going to be the first time I think Ricky and Vellner see each other. And we know what happened. Ricky um, was on the podium and then later tested positive and, and Vellner had those moments taken away from him where he couldn't get that picture of him on, on the second, you know, standing next to Matt. Right. Um, what, uh, what kind of head games, what kind of shit's going to be going on out there when they're in the aisles, ne- they're in the rows next to each other? Are you asking For me that? or Griffin? Either, either. Uh, let's go with Griffin and square number two first. <laughs> Uh, I, for some of them, it's going to be going on uh, for sure. For a lot of us that I, for a lot of us, it won't be because right now, if you're peaked in your fitness, you're screwed for the rest of the season. That's not so just it, you. That's anybody. You, you, you know that that's like, and I, and I trust you for that too, because I mean, you man, can't, you, you can't, ma- you can't maintain that. You're going to get injured. Okay. Um, there'll be a setback and then it's going to be another setback and it it just it tumbles like that um so there are people that are peaked for this event absolutely there's no way because the ego the lights camera action all that stuff and the money yeah i could see why you'd want to be right um but if your goal is to go and smoke wadapalooza and not speaking like pat vellner stupidly fit right like he might not even he he's not he's not gonna be peaked, and he still might win. Um, but there's other guys that are definitely gunning for that, and it's just not it's not gonna benefit them in the long run for the games. Um, if you're on a true training like program for this season, um, and it's something I've taught myself to understand. Um, so there will be guys. They're playing these head games and stuff like that. But uh, like me personally, I'm just looking to improve on the things that I've worked on on weaknesses, not so much where I place overall at Wadapalooza, um, just because of the training I've been doing. It is not it has not been leading up for Wadapalooza. I need to be the best at Wadapalooza. It's how can I be the best in seven months, six months? Um, and it starts with building a good base of the things that I need to fix on my weaknesses. Is this true? Is she joking? Ricky's head game is strong. Is it, is this, I don't, I don't, <laughs> is it, is that, uh, Oh really? Did that joke just go over my head? I, okay. I get it. Okay. <laughs> I wish I would have said that. I wish I would have said that. That's mine. I wonder if so, she's related to Matt McLeod because he's Australian. Oh, that's a great God. I can't believe I screwed that up. He had no idea about that, Griffin, until you started laughing. He was going to leave that on there. Should have. She just left it. Oh, oh, he got rid of himself. (laughs) (laughs) And that really messed him up. 
Did you see our <laughs> prediction show, Griffin? Uh, I saw I saw some of them come out, and I I pretty much I'd, I'd agree. I think for the most part. Um, well, me and Brian differ on you. Differ on you. Y'all, you are our biggest difference. <laughs> I, well, so I'll say this, and I, well, I know like for Norway, they never. He did not think I was going to do that well there. Most people didn't, and it's fine. Um, and then we had the semifinal, the online semifinal. Mm-hmm. Um, and I saw my like the prediction placement, and um, I took a little bit of offense to that because I was I was in a good place. I was a good fitness, and I'll say this: I think I ended up where he placed me or where it ended up. However, I had two penalties online, and we tried to find out why. Um, and nobody, I, they're on my YouTube. Like no one had a problem with them. Um, and the two Is penalties the cost me, workout and the rope climb workout. The, uh, not the, the how did we go from workout? talking about head to workouts? Like, I, I mean, <laughs> for one second. Okay. Sorry. Go ahead. Um, go ahead. Sorry. Go yeah. Ahead, go ahead. And then, and then, uh, the Fran, the friendly Fran workout, um, I would have qualified if I didn't get those penalties, um, from my original scores. Um, and then it happens, but when I saw that, I was like, no, nah, I'm going to finish a lot higher than this. And I, like I said, I would have finished in the top five, um, if those scores had stand, uh, that stood. So, um, it's all good, but yeah, I would agree with what's going on um, for Wadapalooza. I think that's probably the right, probably the right look of uh, who's going to finish no, near the top. So, uh, Mom, that was not me who did that. My mom has told me that the show <laughs> has gotten a little too crass, and it's gotten pretty squirrely at times. But that was some one of the people who said uh, Ricky's head game is strong. I, I mean, I wish I would have said that, Mom, but I didn't. But, it keeps um, the people entertained. Yes, thank you. I tell my mom that I'm going to give you her, her phone number. Um, so, so, so let's go back to that real quick. So John, uh, John, what do you think? Is that going to, th- those two have some, like they're going to, Patrick's not going to want Ricky to beat him in any events, right? Like it would be nice for Patrick just to be well, like, hey, I mean, I think dead. there are some events where he realizes like Ricky has very specific strengths. It's like if Patrick, Patrick shouldn't expect to beat Griffin at the strength workout. It's just, it's just probably not going to happen. Likewise with Ricky, Ricky's proven his endurance is top tier. And that, I, I mean, I'm going to go ahead and say he has the best engine in CrossFit until somebody beats him. I used to think it was Roman, and then he beat Roman. Yeah. So I I, I think Patrick <clears throat> understands that Ricky – and this is why Ricky has weaknesses too, because he is so strong at one end of the spectrum that it hurts him in other ends. And so I don't think Patrick can expect to beat him at every workout, but – Especially the CrossFit workouts, I think he would have, you know, he doesn't want Ricky to win anything. Ex- right. Ex- probably except the endurance one. And then he kind of understands where he's at at that one. Does Ricky win the Toast to Bar run uh, event at the games last year? Uh, it's a possibility. I'm not going to say he he's not going to be in the running. I'd agree. Uh, are, are you familiar with Colton Mertens, Griffin? Yeah. Have you ever trained with him? Mm-mm. Similar um, athletes, I'm surprised you haven't. Yeah, no, I never have. But yeah, um, I, I know he is. Uh, I mean, it's pretty and, damn fit. And, um, where, where do you, I, I know you said what you wanted from there? That basically you just you're basically going there to test out some of the things you've been working on. If I understand correctly, right? Right. So, t- take your race car and see how it does around turn number two. Because in the mm-hmm. past it maybe it wasn't the best turn number two. Is there is there any? There's no placement that you want. You don't want to be in the top twenty. I mean, it really is a savage pack of dudes. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'd love to, you know, like 
be like, oh, I'm going to finish in the top 10, and that's my goal. But it's – I'll also say this. I had the old flu Rona or whatever that just went through um, the South uh, I like that, three flu weeks Rona. ago. Yeah, well, that's, apparently it's a real thing, uh, getting the flu and COVID at the same time. Um, knocked me out for a week uh, three that, over Christmas. And Noah has that now too, right, or something? Uh, I know he, he had – he had COVID or he had, he got sick or something. And a lot of guys are, um, I think that is something for people to take into account for a lot of the athletes going down there. Um, just because it's been happening recently in the Southeast, um, a lot. And like I said, I mean, it was just three weeks ago and I'll every workout when I came back after that, which was, was like Fran long, every single one. It was, it was rough. Yeah. Wow. It's rough, but yeah. I wonder if that's why Guillermo withdrew. Did he? We we have heard that he's not competing. I don't think it's okay. official yet, but Sevan kind of blew the story and he wasn't supposed to this morning. Oh shit, uh, really? I wasn't supposed to say that? I mean he said it after the podcast was over, so I don't think he was supposed to, but it's okay. Oh, so someone's right. gotta tell me that shit. Well, um, um it'll come it's out right. I mean, eventually. I I, I uh, yeah, I mean it, it might be. And like I had when it when I was sick, I'm not gonna I was like, man, I don't I don't know if I should go, but then I was like, what does it matter? That's your, e- that's an ego talking. Like, what does it matter? You got things to go work on. You also, it's a celebration, like competition. It does nothing. It has nothing to do with the games. It has like, you're not need, you don't need to be peaked right now. Just go work, do the things that you've been working on. Get better at those. Shake the rust off of competing. I haven't been in person since Norway of 2020, which is ridiculous. Crazy. Crazy. Right? And I would argue you're more Crazy. of a gamer than you are like online in an online. Oh, game. for sure. Uh, in person, I do what I do better. I, I have more anxiety, like performance anxiety, but I do better. Like it is. But football player, like it makes sense. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Um, I, I put it, if I, if, if I ever get to choose to do an online competition, there's no, there's no chance I'm doing it again. I'm done. I'm done with online. Oh, I'm, oh. I'm out. I'm out. I'm out. So, but yes. Um, I, I was like, I, so maybe, yeah, that might be, that might be the reason he did. I didn't, I had no idea. So yeah. And it might happen. It, it, it might happen to some athletes while we're down there. There's gonna be a lot of people. So. Well, the we'll games see. last year was definitely a super, super spreader, super spreader. You, isn't that nice? The, the just super spreader event. I love saying that <laughs> super spreader. Uh, um, and, and, and I think these events are perfect for that, for the, um, it's a, it's a good way to get a bunch of fit, healthy people together and let the virus go in them and then die real quickly, as opposed to it gets into really like obese people, which is the and metabolically unhealthy people, which is the vast majority of the United States. And it festers in them and they sneeze and cough all over and that shit mutates into other transformers like the Omicron and shit. So just bring that shit to the CrossFit event, let it spread and just we'll squish it. I mean, I think that's what technically happened, uh last year right yeah hashtag science people science come on in the comments and be like you're so stupid you don't get it no actually actually <laughs> that's I'm basically not. what the nfl actually, is doing. They're just like we're just gonna play everybody and let it go through everybody and then we don't have to worry about it anymore i mean yeah i mean if you're healthy that's it's kind of the way that it should go like other you know viruses but i, I i'm no scientist i'm just i don't want to hear you i don't and, and heal I don't want to hear your opinion if you um if you have Mountain Dew in and it, never mind okay never mind uh um ga- ga- Game of Thrones are Next you podcast, I'm gonna have a Mountain Dew industry uh, yes in that's fine you just can't, that. that's fine you just can't be involved in, in 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 COVID policy you can do all that I just want the rest I want you to shut the fuck up about COVID policy not you particularly was there you made a comment about Game of Thrones was there any Game of Thrones 
Did you know someone at Game of Thrones or were you trying to get a guest appearance on there or something? Did I see something like that or no? Me? Yeah, yeah. I wish. Yeah. I mean, you should be. I wish. That would have been cool. Yeah, you would have been cool. I would have, um, like, they, um, uh, do you you have a a dietitian? Uh Uh-uh. Oh. We'd have one of the guys that um, because we had who did we have on? We had uh, we had Samuel Samuel Cornwaye on today, and he went to RP Strength. Am I saying it right? Yeah, yeah. And some guy there named Nick or Max or something got him to lose sixteen pounds in eight weeks. So I'd put you on Game of Thrones, and I would just make you suck down to something crazy. Like, what do you weigh now? Uh, two. I think this morning I weighed two hundred eight. Okay, so make you suck down to one sixty five. <laughs> when's the last time you Gosh. weighed 165 junior year of high school i don't think i weighed 165 till the, my junior year of high school <laughs> yeah so on your driver's license at some point it said 160 what's the lightest it ever said on your driver's license uh i guess my learner's permit would have been like 132 holy cow so well, you had a big puberty growth was, then, didn't you yeah, puberty was when, real when I for told you. you I was small. I was five foot tall and 116 pounds my freshman year. Oh, that's amazing. I couldn't break 100 pounds until I got to high school. Maybe that's why you're so strong because you hit puberty at a little bit of an older age and you got all that muscle gain. No, I hit Something puberty that- late too. That shit doesn't. That's, I, I, I appreciate the theory. I appreciate the theory. <laughs> Yeah, no, uh, I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, before I hit puberty, when I was, yeah, I was, uh, when I was 116 pounds, I back squatted 315 for three. So, wait, yeah. say that again. When I was 116 pounds, I back squatted 315 for three. Dude. I did a, like a, I did one of those like the, the high school like weightlifting competitions or whatever, and a coach took me there because he's like, dude, you have to with that stri- like. Can Steffi right, Cohen whatever. do that? Can Ste what can can yes. Oh, yeah, for sure. Okay, for sure. okay, okay, I'll yeah, shut up. Sure. Steffi squatted like four oh five or five or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Before yeah. you came on, um, John had said to me that people with um gnarly back squats, it doesn't translate to gnarly um deadlifts. Because I said it does not. It does not. And, no. and, and and is your deadlift an issue? It's not great, but it's mainly because of my hamstring. Ah, uh, my hip. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's not terrible, but it's you have not, a 500 pound. Do you have a 500 pound deadlift? Yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah, yeah. When I say it doesn't translate, you're still strong enough. It doesn't really matter in the grand scheme of things, but your deadlift's not awesome. Like he's Velner might be able to out deadlift him and Velner's not even close in school. Right. Like not even right. close at all. Right. Um, I know this from experience, lesser extreme, but experience. <laughs> yeah, for sure. How come we haven't seen your fiance walk behind you or like knock on the door and be like, I'm home. She's, you- she's upstairs. She's packing. She's getting ready for, uh, for Miami. Oh, are you getting in trouble? Uh, yeah. This is going so long. No, no, oh, okay. no, no, no. I'm just downstairs. Yeah, no, we're good. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, we, we should do a whole show on you remodeling your, uh, house. Um, I'd, like, uh, I'd love to take a tour. <laughs> for sure. Oh, what's I'd be, I'd what's this? To. Is this in your house? What is this? No, thing? no, that's in my mom's Pilates studio. So she's a she's been a master's Pilates instructor for a really long time. So I every once in a while I go and do some Pilates and stretch out and. That's how it is. GHDs. Yeah. 
really that famous. basically that looks like just like a Euro GHD? It looks like something Miko Salo made, like in Finland or some <laughs> shit. Like some right? It looks like some Nordic. Uh, it's called a it's called a ladder barrel. A ladder barrel. And can you do GHDs on it? I mean, technically, yes. You wouldn't do them exactly the same, but yes. Essentially. The the um, bars are lower, so it's gonna definitely make you curve more. Um, it's, I mean, it's meant for you to stretch and do some like core exercises on, but, um, I wouldn't tell you to start repping out GHDs like your Jacob Hebner. <laughs> uh, uh, oh, that's a nice Jacob Hebner, uh, plug. Um, and, and that other contraption over there, that's also a Pilates machine. That thing with the, all the mm-hmm. black mats and stuff. It, yeah. It's called a Cadillac. Yeah. Why well, should take whole... Jacob Hebner out of all people? Uh, <laughs> This is a kind of a random name to pull out. You must have like just watched him or something. No, no. I I I mean I don't I don't know. That (laughs) I mean oh what I think he did he did a GHD workout the other day. Um, and I mean he's just I don't know he's stupidly fit and he's not he's very bendy. No. Yeah, yeah. He just that dude just flies through things and makes them like not look hard, but while his face makes it look hard, I don't know. He's very good at the death by stuff. Yeah, shout out to Jacob. You're stupidly fit, man. How nice is his gym? Yeah, which one is his barn? The barn? Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Nice. Have Have you ever been burnt out? Yeah. Like from sure. I mean, from CrossFit. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, I I don't have any. I don't train with anybody. I don't have any training partners. Um, and I th- that's the biggest thing. Like, I, it's not a uh, when you have like again, I'm a team athlete. I don't necessarily need someone to like compete against every day, but working out with and just, you know, working towards what you both of your same, go- like your goals, even though they're your own and moving, like I might be trying to go to the games and win. And this person is too, but it's, it's still like camaraderie and, and, and accountability to train together. It makes it more fun, you know? So like not having that is it, it's definitely tough. It definitely will get, uh get to me every once in a while. And, I mean, you don't have, who's making you do this? Who's making you suffer every day? Me. Um, but have you I, I about, mean, every, every once in a while. Have you ever, have you thought about reaching out to somebody? I've tried. The problem, the problem is. Don't talk um, to me, Griffin. If that's what happened, like you reached out to Matt and he's like, no, 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 <laughs> he's like, no. no, 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 no. Um, the problem is I don't, I don't have the luck I, and I don't know how I, I've never necessarily asked some of these athletes, but a lot of athletes are able to just go wherever they want, whenever they want to train. I can't, I, I, I mean, I have to be here to work and, you know, make money. I don't have companies paying me to post stuff on Instagram and, right. you know, do having, having that life or, you know, like, I mean, yeah, I had an event, went at the games. I, I've won a sanctioned event, but I didn't really get any money out of that. I also finished second on a team at Wadapalooza, and we didn't make very much there either. Like, I haven't really got any money out of CrossFit yet either. So I don't have the luxury to be like, oh, yeah, I'm just going to go to Florida to go train with whoever. You know, like, it just it doesn't – it's not how that works. And, I mean, I'm not that I'm not that far away from Mayhem. Um, but – Where are you at? Again – I'm just north of Atlanta. It's not. It's not too far. Um, uh, how many hours drive is that? In training think tank around there. Yeah, it is. There you go. Just well, there, there's 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 a problem, I guess, with that. Oh, you, oh, sure. you like them? No, it's. Do you want to get into that story? Yes, yes, yeah, I'd love yeah. to hear that We're story. We're here for the drama. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, what? Um, that, that freaks me out. Travis Mayer's over there. He's yeah, you, oh, you know he's a big Travis Mayer. <laughs> I, uh, Travis is awesome. I got no problem with Travis. Yeah, Travis yeah. is the nicest guy in the world. No problem with Travis. Um, uh, I. So there was this issue um, when I was on a team in 2017 before we went to the games in 2018, when back when there was teams of sixes. And they're, they're, again, they're not too far away. We had a worm. Um, I was not the captain of the team at the time. I was just trying to make the team because um, that was a year and a half into me doing CrossFit. And um, they, they had the worm over. or you had the worm? We, we did. We had okay, the worm. Okay. And yeah. they came over and to compete with us. And I told uh, the – our captain, I was like, look, like, I don't think it's a smart idea. Like a football team, like you wouldn't give the other team you're about to play in a chance to work on something or give them the tool they need to be better. Like it's just not what you want to do. Like make them go get it. And I know that doesn't sound like the nicest thing in the world, but you are competing If you're competing them. teams, yeah, right. I, I like, get it. I get it. Right. And so they let them over, whatever. And then we compete, whatever. And after that, like two of our athletes left to go to training think tank. Mm. And originally, like as this was right after like Max El Hodge left to use your worm and left and his business card. Him. Yeah. Left use your worm and left his business card. Atta boy, Maxie. Go on. Yeah, okay. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and yeah, it wasn't the coolest thing because they were like, I understand. Hey, we're going to go individual. And I was, we were all like, okay, we understand. Like, and we also said like, do whatever programming you want. We don't have to all do the same programming. And they're like, all right, we're going to, we're going to go individual. We're going to trust them. Totally understand. We get it. Like we support you as individuals. Yeah. Yet they weren't individuals. The next thing we know, they were on the team over there. Um, and then they were going to send two teams to regionals. And that team that they were on, I don't know the story, but it imploded. Something happened, um, and another team ended up going to going to regionals. But were there STDs involved? I have no idea. All right, all right, <laughs> Could all, right have, all right, possible. All right. I don't Man, know. Just if, if there's a okay, all right. Yeah, but um, it started there, and then here's the, the next dramatic part was as we go into now teams of four, we had to start searching for a bunch of different um, athletes, like, because it was just Corinne who was the owner of the gym. Um, also, she had been to the games on CrossFit bound and terminus before. Um, and she was like, look, Griffin, you're the captain. Like, and it switched the teams to four and her husband, Jake, who was also on the team had a huge back injury from wrestling. So he like, couldn't do it. So now it's just down to her and I, and trying to figure out like, how are we going to make a team of four? We don't have these other people that we had previously, and we ended up. We had pulled in a guy, um, and his twin was at training think tank, <laughs> and we ended up got, getting a girl and made this team. And Saxon and Spencer. That's what I was going to no, say, but he said training think tank. <laughs> yeah, training think tank. Um, no, Mitchell and Joey Sweck. So they, um, it's. You can, there's a video, I have it somewhere, but the very final event of regionals from 2018 was the handstand push-up worm lunge event. Ah, I like this. Full circle. Oh, yeah. 
And we had been, we were in like second place, I think most of the weekend. And then we knew there was an event that we were going to do really bad on. It just was going to happen. There was nothing we could do about it. And it happened. And unfortunately it dropped us to sixth place. And we were like two points out or six points out of qualifying, but second through six was all within like a 10 point thing. Yep. This exact, exact thing. And lo and behold, the team next to us, his twin is on the worm (laughs) and they're in fifth place. (laughs) Oh, is that you right there in the front? That is me. That is me. God, you're white as shit. (laughs) That was, uh, that was a little heavier Griffin for a team events there. Um, so that event was not, we, we got, we got screwed by the judge on some handstand pushups that the, the, there was an issue with the whole standard for the handstand pushups, but forget it. It doesn't matter. We figured it out anyway. They, they, they and, fired Dave. They, that will never happen again. <laughs> Dave is gone. No that, more, that, no more lines. That shit no will never happen. Get the fuck out of here, Dave. That will never happen again. <laughs> oh, Don't worry, Rose has got it all. Rose X got it all figured out. Oh man. So, okay. We're, did you we're, did you qualify? Yeah, we qualified. Um, the pro the, so we're, we're right next to him. We're behind. And again, like I said, they are literally in fifth. We're in sixth. We're trying to make it. They're trying to make it, whatever we're behind. And we go to pick up this warm. We are well behind everybody. And we'd practiced this event at quite a few times. And I, there was no way in my soul were we not going to come back in this event. I didn't know what we had to do, but there was no way I was going to let up on this. And, and you were in front, so if you don't stop, they can't stop. Right. So this, you this comment, all, this all... comment wins. By the way, they are changing it to Pfizer Fit. Oh, oh I love a you, a Craig, a White. Okay. <laughs> um, you had to win. We, yeah, we had to. We didn't win the win the overall event, but we had to beat them plus have someone in between us to get enough points to jump them. And. If you ask the other three teammates on the, on our team to this day, when we picked up that worm to go back down the f- field, they'll tell you that it literally felt like a train was pulling them on that worm. There was no way we were going to lose that event. And like I said, his his twin. His oh, twin you they Joey, could feel you like pull like giving catching, a little attention, catching, catching, like taking catching, bigger lunges catching, than everyone else catching, by enough. Catching, to... and they tried to extend, and they tried to pick up the pace, and they. Messed up and no rep and had to drop the worm and we passed him and qualified. And I like that was like a full circle, like type of thing here with training think tank at that time. And I'm just a guy trying to make the games like whatever. Like I'm not, I'm not into the drama or whatever, but there was some drama with that between the teams and I think we also had yeah it's that's healthy competition though everything you're saying is that's pretty I think that's healthy competition He's got some drama though. afterwards though there is oh, drama more? in there's drama in between with like because the athletes got taken somebody said something to I don't remember who at at uh at training think tank and like yelled at them and it, like someone called Max to, Baldy or something who knows like but all right all right yes it essentially was a very <laughs> aggressive 
yeah. talk bet- between the two of them because they were mad about poaching athletes and stuff like that. Um, and it, this has nothing to do with like the athletes or it just, there is this, I like, wish I could have heard. I never, there's heard just a bunch of bad blood. The, right. And uh, right. So, and then with the problem with me, like with training think tank, if I want to go over there, I have to be one of their athletes. I have to go do their programming. I have to do that. Like that whole You'd have to commit thing. To it. You can't just go and, over there and call Noah out. Like, just stand out front and be like, get it the fuck out here. Hey, that would be good video. <laughs> Double unders and GHDs. Savon's got this oh, pay-per-view God. idea, man. You could be a I part could, of it. I, I'm in. I'm in. I'm in. I'm in. That's fine. Yeah, but that'd be a bad workout between me and Noah. He's, well, he's... pick shit you're good at. We'll pick shit you're good at. <laughs> no, it's fine. five front squats. Just, just three of them. That's just unfair. Um I want to do that with Colt Mertens drive around the United States, like in an RV that has like, just like a picture of him on the side and just like do that pull up to like Madaris's house and be like, at like one in the morning with a bullhorn. Hey asshole, death by burpees now. And then he comes that's, out and he like, that's like the go. next jackass. Yes. It's almost like, the, yeah, that's great. And then go over to Jason Hopper's house, you know, let like three pigs out of the, out of the camper. And they're just fucking up like Hopper's girlfriend's like little cheese dick vegetable garden or some shit. Just, <laughs> just, just, just mean shit. I didn't, I didn't know where, where that was going. I'm glad. I, <laughs> yeah. I don't even know if she has a vegetable garden. She just, she looks like Hopper's, Hopper's lady looks so sweet. Like she has one of those herb gardens growing on the, in the kitchen counter, you know, they sell you for 95 bucks, but it actually doesn't grow shit. Yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, but ultimately, that's kind of where it comes down to is like, I I don't care about the whole bad blood stuff. That's not I mean, on me. I don't whatever. It's not I, it's not a big deal. The problem is I have to be one of their athletes in order to go train over there, um, and I'm not, so I can't get to train with with them. Um, and I mean, I have my own opinions, and everyone has their own opinion, right? I whatever. It just it'd be nice to have athletes to train with, and. I've invited a lot of people to come train with me and like that, that could probably actually do it. The problem is there aren't any athletes, um, I guess relatively in the area anymore other than, you know, you got Travis. I mean, Noah said he had the same problem in Miami. I don't mean to talk about training think tank people, but he invited invited games caliber people to, uh, to Miami to train with them and nobody would. Yeah. I mean, Trust me, if I, if I could find a way to go and train in Miami with Noah every freaking day, I would. Absolutely. The problem is, I like. You need twenty k laying around my, to do that. Yeah, how am I going to pay for my mortgage and my yeah. future family? Like, it just does. It's not smart. Like, at a certain point, there is a business side to this. As Are an athlete, at soon? this point, uh, I mean, within the next three to four years like have you pulled a goalie <laughs> when you when you have kids i'm not married yet is your name going to be crossfit odin then and your oh. baby will be thor Sh- should be, be um idea. uh someone will steal this idea Sevon, and do it you must someone it someone will you do need to capitalize on that I, the I, pay-per-view I have, thing? To, te- I have yeah. to tell you something there's this, one. there's this friend of mine um who i'll do it left- call me 11 miles down the road from me and um he's got a a a ranch and um he just lost his job 
And so I think, and and I think maybe we will do some events or something fun together, but I, I want to read this to you. What someone wrote um, in my Instagram. Sorry for it. I know it's your podcast, Griffin. I don't care. Go for it. I enjoy your podcast, Sevon, your love for the CrossFit methodology to solve the world's most vexing problem and your loyalty to Dave. All very admirable. Now it's time to move on and stop lamenting Dave's firing. Use your platform to keep promoting the positive sides of CrossFit. Uh, like what um and many of the great people associated with it okay but this is this is i i I was in all seriousness if you think i'm lamenting dave's firing you are deeply confused i'm celebrating his departure as any 10 year old boy would do i'm just doing it with a can of wd-40 in the lighter and uh i I don't know if you've seen some of the other podcasts but i've been on a little bit of a um scorched earth uh yeah yeah yeah, just you know just like all right you it's your anyway, show. You can do um, what you want. I'm. I, thank you, thank you, Caleb. Yes, yes. There's been a little. I've been doing some flyovers. Um, <laughs> <laughs> this never gets old. I I am very excited um, to to that Dave uh, that the ranch is now a place where I can go and film. I basically I haven't been allowed over there with my camera and it, um, since I've been fired um, out of out of for, for integrity and ethical reasons. But um, but I do spend a lot of time there. I take my kids there. They do shooting there. And uh, I'm, I know that Dave's going to come up with something insane over there. And I can't wait to. Oh, for sure. I, I wish. I, I'm not going to lie. I really was bummed. Uh, I mean, with the whole COVID games. But um, originally, it was going to be all of us at the ranch. And I was really looking forward to that because I've, I've never been there. Um, it looked like a, like a cool place to be, especially with the history of everything across it. But um, yeah. Is Eric Rosa related to Biden? I I I think Adam and Eve were both their great great. Well, you you get you get it. Um, Griffin, how are you? Do, how are you during um competition? Are you tense? Are you chill? Are you like how are you? Like, do you take um? Can can I text you? And then and then if you don't want to respond, you don't respond. Yeah, like I just I, I just don't respond. Okay, cool. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It's I'm not a. Uh, when I when I'm in competition I, with football, it was a totally different. Like nobody talked to me the entire day. Right. Um. With the, with CrossFit, I've realized it's different. Um. Okay. I actually like I really try to uh be friendly. I really worked on that. Um. Tell Colton Mertens that. Tell Colton that. Be like, hey, dude. Sevon said you should work on being more friendly. Just like, <laughs> especially if he's in the lane next to you. Well, how the heck am I going to get a training partner being a complete dickhead? Like, it's not going to happen. Like, I gotta. Yeah, well, I gotta he doesn't nice. want a training partner. <laughs> yeah. Um. So. Um. Okay. So throughout the week, we might we might bug you. Super low stress. The same way we sent you this. Are you on your phone right now? Yeah. Yeah. So we sent you that link and it popped up. We might try to do like you know. Um. We'll probably reach out to you if 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 you don't want to do it, just don't respond. No hard feelings. No. Just just just, just let totally me know. Again. Like again, okay. like this isn't. If this was if this was like the semifinal or whatever, probably a little different story. But it's not. It's you know, it's it's just a, it's just a competition, and I mean that with all intents and purposes. So like that, it's just a competition. Um, it's there's not really an importance to it. So I'm trying. I here's my weakness: having fun in a competition. I will try to do my best to have fun. Mm-hmm. Um, so maybe that's maybe that's something. If you if you message me you're like, hey, we need to we need to do this. I need I need to go ahead and say yes and not worry about what's else is going come on. have fun with us griffin we want yeah. to make fun of your last event 
Um, uh, Are you uh, saying John, the last event's going to be bad for him? No, no, yeah. not like the last event, but just whatever I know, the last like, event. What no, is that? no, 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 no. I'm not suggesting that at all. Uh, Stefan knows the last no. event. No, it's I do not know the last event. for you, Griffin. That's what he said. I know exactly what it is now. It's fucking five minutes of strict handstand push-ups. Great. <laughs> Max, um, death by handstand push-up. That's what death it is. By hand- yeah, I might as well just go ahead and pull out and go start just go kick back at a lawn chair. <laughs> uh, John, let's finish on what what event is he? Um, is, is there an event he can win, or what's the event that you see that he's going to finish the highest in? Um, probably event event is it three, uh, three or two? They have it's, they have any, they haven't said the num the the number. What okay? It's 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 the the MIA complex. Um, it's he, painful. Yeah, he should. Uh, He's very good at power clean. I don't know how you are at hang power clean, but um, fine. But I'm gonna tell you right now: if anyone tries to hang power clean that 315 bar, oh, somebody will do it. You're not go- you're not going very fast. <laughs> um, but he's definitely in the running to win this event. There are there are two to three people, and I think one of them's not going to be in it. So I kind of think it's just between him and Anthony Davis as far as the oh. winner of this event. And that's who we had on this morning. Yeah. Well, yeah, you had you had Cornway, I thought, this morning. Or was it Anthony Davis? We had Anthony Davis first, and then we had uh, Samuel. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yes. And, oh, and Davis is a hoss. They're the two strongest people in the field by far. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I'd probably say Anthony's probably he's probably a little bit stronger, I think. Um, I don't know, but I would say I did stronger t- in the snatch and not as strong and you're stronger in the clean if, if I were to guess, but I mean, if you're working yeah. on weaknesses and you're not, you know, you yeah, can power clean 405, then I mean, you're pretty weak then and he's stronger. <laughs> you're, you're right. No, I mean, <laughs> so, again, when it comes, I mean, this, like the bar, uh, when I first saw this, I was like, damn, it should have been heavier. Then I did it and I was like, I'm glad it's not heavier. Um, oh, it'll be it, worse than people think for sure. It's not going to be a sprint for most. No, no, no. And it, I went after I did it the first time, I was like, I probably need to slow a little bit down. Um, it, 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 it was, it was a little aggressive. Um, but we'll see. I mean, it depends. It also depends on what day it comes on. What workout is it? Cause there's a lot of, I mean, there's a lot, there's a lot of leg work. This I don't weekend. think that'll affect the, the winner though. I still would say no. you or Anthony. Oh, uh, agreed. Uh, agreed. I just meant for, for everybody else. It's, if they haven't tested it, they probably should have to know what it feels like. Uh, it it caught me by surprise. So can I we'll see the workout that. again? I want to ask you a question about the. So you're saying that last lift is three fifteen, and although it says hang clean, you're saying that hey, that you should hit squat hang clean that. Unless you really really suck at hang hang squat cleans, <clears throat> put it this way: if you're blowing through this complex, and this is just a lifting tip here, you can take it for Matt Fraser too. You're not going to be efficient at a hang power clean at the end of this bar if you're moving fast. But 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 let me ask you this: if you, maybe it's just so, such a light front squat for you, but if if you hang squat clean that, and then the next movement is a front squat, you you end up doing two squats. Not a big deal. Right. Fifteen. It could be no. just as quick okay. though if the power clean is slow because you have to you have to power clean it and then stand up to uh, open hip position and then front squat. When you're just going right into the squat with a hand clean, they're very, if it's just one, the speed is not much different. When there's multiple, the speed is, is different. Would you, you agree, got, Griffin? You got to remember, you've already done 16 reps by that point, 15 reps, whatever it is. Um, so 
your power output, if you did hang power cleans and you front squatted quickly and you jerked those other bars and you went quick, that that ATP explosiveness isn't quite what you're used to on that last barbell. Um, and you might either miss it or you're going to have to wait longer before you pick that bar up. But um, that's just that's just a little tip that I, yeah, I, I did it and I know. Um, 315 hang power cleans are nothing. I can cycle that all day long. But it says workout that, number three at the bottom. Does it? Well, yeah. I guess it's workout well, number three. There you go. <laughs> hey, I um, guess sorry, I said that was going to be the final question, but what do you think about what Adam Klink did? The 500 pound do? squat and five minute mile. Same. That's day. stupid. It's like, so like a five, uh, the five minute mile, like for me, like I can run, I think my best is like five, five twenty three, five twenty five. But that like other distance to close down is, is crazy hard. It's like you said about the, the fitness gap from one to five and five mm-hmm. to 10 and 10 to 15. The faster you get, the harder it is to get to clear that mm-hmm. gap. Yeah. Is that dude, that has that dude, that dude's been to the games, right? Mm-hmm. And how Adam did he Brady? do it at the games? I don't think so. I uh, no, I think he missed by one position like multiple times. It's just it, it, that's when what I, I circled back around this because when we started the podcast, you were just talking about just. I mean, this is a guy who's so fucking incredible. Mm-hmm. Like when I saw that, when Dave he sent was, me that, I was like, I, 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 yeah, and I watched the whole video. I never watch whole videos. <laughs> this is nuts. It it is that it I don't people don't understand to be able like that is that is fitness to be able to do both of those it's not necessarily in the same day like it, it, the fact just to be able to do them both is impressive. He did fifty pull ups on Rogan is too. way harder than the back squat, but I tend to float on the strength side. So I, I would I would I would say a, a five minute mile is harder to achieve than a five hundred pound back squat, but uh, it also depends on body size. So. When you're he's carrying a big guy. He's 220. He, he, yeah, he is. And that's what makes it more impressive to me is the fact that he's able to do yeah, that. He, at can, that he can run like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's and why Matt did. was so impressive too. Because if you ever seen – I mean, I know you have seen Matt in person. But he's this thick little bowling ball. It doesn't look like he should be able to run that fast. <laughs> it's – yeah. For sure. I Yeah. I find it hard for me like to increase at a certain point. And, I, again, that's another weakness I've worked on. Um but I find it hard to like truly break through a certain threshold with running and speed based on my body weight. Um, Dude, you would have killed that 500 meter run at the games. That would have been was, awesome to see you do that. Just pushing uh, and shoving, like put you and Cole Sager and Gee and <laughs> all just smush you in there. Oh, if you just push people down, I mean, oh, you that probably could been- do that. <laughs> I, I I feel like that's pretty frowned upon. You're probably going to get I'm in just, trouble. And if that made you not win, it. it's worth three thousand dollars. Oh yeah, for sure. For it is. <laughs> I don't think that there. I think those guys. I'll get booed for three thousand dollars all day. I think there was some pretty significant um, jockeying there. I think you had to be aggressive. Yeah, probably. But I also I will say this: it is it is on a chip timer normally. You don't necessarily have to start when they say go. You can start behind oh. them and use them as rabbits. <laughs> I, I, that's honestly, I'm not going to lie. If that was, if the timer doesn't start till you cross that line, that's what I would have done. Would I would let them go and chase, chase them down like a rabbit. Have so them the chip, chase down. There you so go. You can just be smarter than everybody. He's absolutely so the, right. They use they use your ankle. So until you cross that line, but I start, thought the ankle was just for the end. It's no, on it's both ends. 
It's on both ends. They don't say go and then all the chips start equally? Mm-hmm. I mean, I know like when we did the Wadapalooza, like beach run into the water, it, it, they told you it did not start till you crossed that line because there were so many people piled up. It's not fair to say like if we start and I'm five meters behind you, that's not a fair start. Just because there's so many people, so and that's how that's how that's how runs are too. If you go on like a 5k run or a 10k run or even a marathon run, it does your time doesn't start until you cross the starting line. Yeah, so. I mean, I would, I'd, you'd have, I'd have to be, it would have had to be there to know and then be like, it starts when you cross, first move past that line. Yeah, I've never thought about that. Nobody ever uh, brought that to the forefront. I'm, I'm waiting for someone to write on the bottom and say it doesn't work like that. So, Sevan, to answer your earlier question, question, Clink was on a team in 2019, Team Krypton. Uh-huh. Um, and he oh, with never, Ben Smith? With Ben he, Smith? That's okay. Uh, 2019. So, if Ben was on that team, uh, Team Krypton. So, it sounds like he would have So, been. some, at least his gym, bare minimum. Yes, yes. Yeah. Um, he's never been to the games as an individual. He's been very, very close two or three times. But, yeah, I mean, handstand walker. That's kept him out a few times. <laughs> Yeah, that's yeah. nuts, man. Well, I mean, if you got on a team, like it, I'm, it, if you make it, you're you're fit. I don't care wh- what category you're in. It's impressive to. Make oh, you're it. definitely in top point point one percent of you know however they want to call it for sure of fitness. Yeah, I mean, it just comes down to either your specific goal or oh. like the ego that you got Bill, in your head. You know, hey, Bill Grundler will know. Hey, Bill. What's the deal? So I don't know if you heard this last conversation, but are there, does the chips timer start on like on that 500 meter run specifically? Um, At the games event three. Did it, does, do you have to cross a line in the front and that starts your time and a line at the end? Or do they say go and everyone's chips start at the same time and it just catches you at the end? Oh, here we go. Ah, no. Maybe maybe he's behind in the podcast and he's not even going to hear the what question it, for what fifteen minutes. What if it's minutes. just just like what Sevon said, and and then your comment was irrelevant? Then Griffin. <laughs> <laughs> it will. I'm not sure if they do it like the marathon. All right, fair enough. Yeah. Well, if anyone would know, it would be. I thought it was just the end. Yeah, me too. Me too. Me too. What do we know? What do we know? Well, Bill, like said, what do you think? All I can Bill, say what? is from experience at Wadapalooza. They, they t- with that one, they they told us it was when we crossed the first line it started, so it didn't matter. And but that again, makes sense it because field. it's not fair if somebody gets boxed out and everybody yeah. starts at once. But, but the field was bigger. I mean, they sent all the elites at the same right. time. So right. I, don't, I don't know what the structured rules were. But that's what I, like, I would have done out of that is I wouldn't have tried to fight and used all that extra energy just to push people out of the way and get out in front. Cause dudes at the, on those will dead sprint the first 50 meters. And I'm like, you guys are crazy. If you go back and watch Justin Medeiros gets boxed out like the entire time until the very end, I, I felt bad for him. Like he tried to get, get out and, and he couldn't do it. He was just boxed in and people wouldn't let him out. I, the I beach runs were dope. <laughs> I, I, I know myself and like, Either I, I, I'd have to be like, I'd have to pull myself back and not be too aggressive because if someone's really like doing that, we're going to have a problem or we're going to have a real problem. And yeah, we're doing CrossFit right now, but in two minutes when we're done with this run or what a minute and whatever, we're going to have a real big problem and it ain't going to be fun for you. 
I would love it if it was somebody like Fikowski. <laughs> just, just, just pissed off Griffin so much just to see how Fikowski would react. Oh no, I'm not. Yeah, that's a again. That's a whole another Griffin. That is football Griffin. Like I, that's not. You can't do that in CrossFit. Like so, I'd rather just. You know what? You want that? You go. I'll chase you down. You get him too um, amped up, Simon. I, I like <laughs> it. I, I, I'm really glad I spoke. I'm glad I spoke to all these guys. It, it really does make a difference about the about these events. This this sport. I mean, it's funny because in football, everyone's all covered up. But in this event, you talk to the guys, and then you're like, "Oh shit, okay, I want to see this." Uh, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> this event that Griffin is going to be entering is taking place in Miami. You can watch it on the Sevon podcast. It's called Wadapalooza. Um, we will start broadcasting on the 13th, which is Thursday. Oh my God, it's two days away. And will we be streaming the events live, Savon? I think so. We um we we just I I mean I think so. I want to. They said we could. I I'm I'm, I'm I'll believe it. Um, I'll believe it when they when when it actually happens. But the goal is to stream every event live, commentate, and then use our staff on the ground to get interviews that no one else has, and camera angles, all sorts of shit. Yes, as and and thank you, Caleb. And you MIA can win free. Complex. Yes. We'll be there to interview him right after. Who will be? I don't know. Whoever's oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Somebody, somebody, yes. <laughs> it's not me. <laughs> Thank you for tuning in. See you at 7 a.m. Oh, but, uh, as, before we go, I got to say one thing to you guys. Tomorrow at 7 a.m., we have, man, it's a packed house. I promise you we'll start getting more UFC fighters on once this CrossFit nonsense is over. Uh, <laughs> tomorrow we have Tyler Christopher on at 7 a.m. We have Matt O'Keefe. At 4 p.m., I'm sure we are also going to have more people. I don't see anyone. And then Thursday, we begin the broadcast. And we got a ton of cool stuff for you um, and special guests coming on during the broadcast. All right, guys. Thank you. Stay away from dragons burning fire, burning things. (laughs) 